Podcast fans, you are only seconds away from a brand new episode of My Second Act with the incomparable Donna Choate and Cadillac Jack. I'm Jamie from The Punchline. You know, it's never too late to have a second act of your own. So enjoy this episode and think about how you might have a positive impact in your community. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a very loyal 26 years until July 2019, and I was fired. So welcome to my second act. And my name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife, and my favorite part of the Oscars was Eminem. You went to bed. Over Brad Pitt? I was excited that Brad Pitt won. There was no Jennifer, so there was no Brennifer moment. She she didn't show up to the Oscars. She didn't have to be there. She wasn't nominated for anything, and she wasn't a presenter, so she wasn't there. But um, yes, I loved when Brad won. His speech came a little from left field, and I think... Um, About I was, John Bolton in 45 seconds. Right. And I think that they just need to thank their families and thank the good Lord and move on, because, you know... I, he did actually. He did thank all of his kids. He was very sweet, very emotional about that. Do you know what Oscar he won? Because they were very clear to say this is his second Oscar win, but his first for acting. So it had to have been some sort of like hmm. did he do costumes or something at one point? I don't think so. Maybe like directing or something. Post production, probably. So you're probably right. I don't we'll know. Put a Google on that. Put a Google on that. Yeah. Eminem though comes out does a song that was that won an Oscar from eight from uh, Eight Mile. Yeah. Eight Mile. Eight mile. Lose, yourself. Lose Yourself, yes. And so he was invited by the Academy to sing that, um, I guess, when it was nominated. And he did not show up. I mean, he, he did not 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 show up, but he just didn't, he did not agree to come and perform. So he came back and performed it. And it was just such a surprise moment because honestly, I was starting to like snore off, you know. And then all of a the sudden, they showed, you know, some of the songs that had been nominated, I guess, from the past. And it showed his video from Eight Mile. And then he came out on stage. He just appeared. And it was kind of like shocking in a way, too, because he's he's on up there in the age, you know. He doesn't look like young Eminem anymore with like the blonde hair, bleach blonde hair. But it was a great it was a great performance. And it kind of woke everyone up in the audience, you know. I'm a little twisted about the best picture win. That it went to Parasite. Parasite. And it became the first non English speaking best picture win. In the history of the Oscars. Have you yeah. seen it? I haven't. Well, how could I? I don't know Japanese. How am I going to translate? Do they have subtitles? Well, I'm sure they have subtitles. Oh, okay. I don't know if you had to sit through the whole thing and wonder. Because I was like, what? Bring like, a translator. I saw, well, I saw a lot of people on social media, you know, during and after the Oscars saying, I've, I've got to go see that movie. And it's like, well, why would you? You're not going to be able to understand anything. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible. Was it better than Medea's last yeah. funeral? Medea was not nominated for an Oscar. Well, the I whole thing's just a sham. If, if Medea I, is not nominated <laughs> for an Oscar, then it's a sham. It's a sham like the Grammy Awards. I think it's so funny that you every year you have not seen any Oscar-nominated film, but you have seen every Medea, Medea film. Absolutely. And, I, and well, can quote lines. We went to see It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood with Tom Hanks as right. Mr. Rogers. And that was a great movie. That was but that was movie. it. I didn't see 1917. I didn't see Peter Rabbit. No, okay. I don't think that's With Rebel Wilson. I don't think that's what it's called. It has a rabbit in it. Right. And Parasite, yeah. So I uh, I was a little twisted about that Best Picture win. They were good, though. All good right. Sh- good show. Your Core 57 hype song. Oh, my Core 57 hype song today was U2's Beautiful Day. It just gets you going. You know, like, 
when you hear it. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's a beautiful song. day. You know that one? Yeah, I know the song. Gets you right. Gets you we going. saw you two in concert one time, didn't we? A couple of times. Yeah, a couple of times, yes. What was your Core 57 hype song? I am all over this Guns N' Roses thing. The oh, fact yeah. that they're coming to Bobby Dodd Stadium at Georgia Tech. So, Sweet Child of Mine from Appetite for Destruction. Remember that one? Yeah. Remember that album? Oh, yeah. Late 80s. I bet you made out in the back of a Pontiac Fiero so many times to Sweet Child of Mine or any song from Appetite for Destruction. It was actually a I bet you can't It was a Trans Am. I bet you can't even count the times on your fingers and toes. It was a Trans Am. At Campbell High School in Smyrna. It's a Wednesday night, though. It's a Wednesday night, August the 12th. And tickets are actually not doing all that well. There is a, a pit package that you can buy. It's called the Welcome to the Jungle Pit Package for $1,000 a ticket. I'm in. No, you're not either. Yes. I don't know. You're not. We, we're not in. We're going to go to the show. We may spend 250 for some nosebleed seats because that's what they're going for. I'm in the pit. It's August 12th. It's seven days before my birthday. I'll tell you a little story about Guns N' Roses. I won. When, okay. When I was a media buyer at an ad agency in like the 90s, had to be early 90s, Austin Kelly Advertising. I mean, great ad agency back in the day. But we, um, myself and two of my friends, and then I think two guys that we were friends with or we were dating or whatever, we took a school bus, a 96 Rock school bus from Atlanta to Birmingham, Alabama to see Guns N' Roses. I think it had, maybe it was like the last big tour, you know, like before they broke up officially. And it was like Skid Row opened for them. 18 in life. Yes. And it was pouring down rain. And they Did any, were, any 96 Rock personalities go? Yes, and I can't remember who, though. Alan Ayo? Yes, that's okay. who it was. Yes, yes, yes. He was on the bus. And his girlfriend, and they, they got into a huge fight, and they couldn't find her and get her back. Because we all had to get back on the school bus to go home. Imagine rounding up all these, like, drunkards. Like three dozen 96 Rock listeners at a Seriously. Guns N' Roses concert in Birmingham <laughs> After. back in the day. Yeah, and they came on, like, super late. Because, you know, at that particular concert, or that tour... They weren't getting along, and like Axel, half the time they couldn't find him to get him on stage. So it was just a hot mess. Well, I don't really remember a lot of it, but I know I had a good time. Let me tell you, I love Guns N' Roses, still do. Core Fifty Seven, Milton, and Alpharetta City Center. It's a unique fitness community built on the strength of the mind and body connection. But here's what you need to do: is just get off your tail and call Colleen. Yeah, get ready get, for spring break. Get, now. get ready for spring break. Yeah, because it's on the way. Yep. The um, speaking of spring break, this is a great time to be broke right now. Wow, is this, there ever a time this, to be? Yes, broke? right yeah. now, this particular moment in time is the best time to be broke because with spring break coming up, I would not get on a cruise ship right now if it were free. I would not be comfortable traveling right now on an airplane because of the coronavirus. Okay, but you're not going. Are you taking a cruise to China or where? What? Doesn't matter. Okay, it doesn't matter. There are three, if not four, cruise ships around the world right now, one in New Jersey, and they are docked, and they are on quarantine, and they cannot leave the cruise ship because there are infected travelers on the cruise ships, and the number keeps growing and growing and growing. Okay, you need to get your facts straight. I don't know that it's growing and growing and growing, but it is, it is scary. Now, I'll tell you, pandemics, we've talked about fears before. That is a fear of mine, like worldwide pandemics. I used to have a friend that worked at the CDC, and she would tell me all kinds of scary information that you don't even want to know. We started watching the Netflix docuseries called Pandemic. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. 
And it hit like just a month ago, maybe on Netflix. And the timing is very eerie because this had nothing to do with the timing of the coronavirus. This this, this docuseries, six, six episodes, I think, it, this was produced and recorded last year sometime when coronavirus wasn't even a threat at all. It was, it was really more about the flu. It's terrifying. Well, it is about the flu, and it's terrifying to watch because – and so eerie, the timing is just so eerie to me when I watch it. Okay, so we've been on cruises, yes. quite a few. And I love cruises. But imagine, okay, so if you do not have a balcony, if you are in an interior room right now on a cruise ship, you you cannot leave your room. I would rather contract the coronavirus. Okay, do not say that. Than be in an interior room on a cruise ship with no balcony and no family. window with your entire family and they're bringing the meals to your door in mass and knocking on your door. Can you imagine? And there's a great follow that I found. His name is Matthew Smith. I think he's a British journalist. And he is on the Diamond Pri- uh, uh, Diamond Princess. Yes, Princess Which Cruise. is docked in Japan somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he is tweeting what's going on. You get almost a real-time snapshot of what's going on on this cruise ship with 3,000 crew and guests. And it's been quarantined until late, I think like the 19th. Does he have a a a balcony? He does. He has a suite. So that'd be better. Oh, he, well, it would be better, but I seriously, I don't know. And he's a great follow. Let me give you his handle real quick. It's at, I swear this is it. uh, At MJ's white bread. That I'm not, I could not make, I couldn't make it up. That's it. Matthew Smith is his name. The handle on Twitter is at MJ's White Bread. When I discovered him last week, he had like 300 followers. I looked before we started recording. He's got like nearly uh, six, 7,000 followers right now. I wonder if you didn't have a balcony. Like, could you like belay yourself down to someone else's balcony? Like, I- I'm telling you, I would consider jumping. Like, at this point, I... I- Here's the thing about a cruise. I love a cruise, but you and I have learned this. We've done four-day cruises, which is really a two-day cruise, because you really don't get on the boat until midday, and then you have to get off the boat on your final day at like seven in the morning. So that's really a two-day cruise. But we've been on a couple, like a seven-day, and there's that one or two days where you're sailing all day. At sea, and you're like, we got to wrap this up. Yeah, it's time to go. Time to get back. Because you've... (laughs) You're just kind of like, there's just, I mean, some people find it completely relaxing. And I guess I kind of do for a while, but then you just look and it's just like water after water after water. And you've rock climbed, you've drank, you know, every soda possible. Your kids have eaten, you know, that we went on Royal Caribbean and they would have those all day, all night hot dogs. And you would just, oh my God, these kids were eating like a hundred Hot dogs a day. It was insane. Free ice cream. Oh, my God. And you would ask them, like, why are you eating another hot dog? They're free. They're free. (laughs) You know, like, because it's free. You have to have it. Oh, it was, like, unbelievable. And it was just, like, you don't know what day it is. You don't know what time it is. It's kind of like being in a casino when you're on the ship because you're, like, where am I? What, What part of the world am I in? Where am I? And they're fun. I mean, we've had a great time on them. But I'm always kind of ready when it pulls back in. So imagine sitting at a dock. I think I know that they have left the dock and I I can only speak to the diamond princess. And I know this because of at MJ's white bread, they have left the dock on, I believe two occasions because they have to do uh, maintenance on the sea trials. I think it's what they call it. They have to, and they have, and they'll just go out. I know that at MJ's white bread, 
posted, you know how in your stateroom on your TV or in oh, their yeah. suite for, you know. It shows where the boat's going. Matthew Smith, exactly. And so he did a, a, a picture on his Twitter account of the last day that they went out. It probably looked like the captain was drunk. So he's going in circles. He, Donna, he mentions that in his tweet about it. Yeah, they're just going around We have circles. a pretty good idea that the captain was not drunk. However, look at what we've done in the past 24 hours. Well, and can you imagine having a view where they're literally taking the people off in the stretchers? Bodies. bodies. And there are, are ambulances, a constant stream of ambulances and doctors and help that are dressed up head to toe in white hazmat suits. And you're on a cruise ship. You cannot leave your room. And you're looking at all of that. It, it's like something out of a movie. No, it is. I saw a commercial during the Oscars for Carnival. Okay. Mm. And their their tagline is Carnival Fun Starts at 269. No. Let me tell you what starts. Death starts. Okay, that's extreme. When your white blood cells disappear. That's where it all the, the fun does not start at 269. But what does that mean, does. 269? Two two hundred sixty-nine dollars. Oh, right. Fun starts at two sixty nine. No, death starts when your okay, your well, breathing the, becomes we can, we can cross Carnival off as a sponsor. Seriously. 269 seems, <laughs> I will tell you, 269 seems cheap to start fun. Uh, I mean, you're in, you're in the basement. Though. Maybe two, yeah. You're and in that's the the, yeah. And, and so we've, it's not funny. This is not funny at all. I'm sorry. It's not, I don't, I don't <laughs> apologize. I take that back. But this is now kind of become, after watching Pandemic on Netflix and following at MJ's White Bread on Twitter aboard the quarantine Diamond Princess cruise ship, I'm, are you not scared? Do you think, that because we have the world's busiest airport. Oh, that's scary. Hartsfield, Cadillac Jackson International Airport. We also have the Centers for Disease Control mm. on in Decatur. In, in, yeah, in Decatur. Come, do, do our in, does our chances do our chances not go up a little bit just because of that? I don't know. Here in Atlanta, I don't think so. I mean, are you you're not going to China? Just stay away from China. Don't go to China. But they're coming here. Okay. Well, build a wall. All right. Okay. As I snort and hack. And I know. Well, on. you know, I've had Charlotte over at the urgent care because she has had some call. I had it last week and now she has it. And now you've come back around because, of course, you know, you can't stand for us to have something and you not have it. Like I want this crud, Donna. So we're back on you I'm now. i Lysol. But the, listen, they ask her a lot of questions, you know, and when you ask a 13 year old or younger these questions, you know, have you traveled out of the country? Uh, I don't know, mommy. Have I? Okay, no, you haven't traveled out of the country. <laughs> Did they ask her too? She had any Asian friends? Yeah, No, they ask if she had been around, if anyone in her family had traveled out of the country. And she was like, how, let's see, has anyone, she was like going the through. The answer is no. The answer you is no. You should have prepped her in the parking lot. I did. I tried. They get mad when you tell them, you know, and the doctors, when they're a certain age, don't talk for them. They get to talk for themselves. Well, that's how you get yourself in trouble, you know. If someone started binge listening to my second act and say they were in episode four to now, they would think that we have our our, our home is just one giant germ. Because I think for every episode, so had something. number four, someone has been ill and weak as a kitten. And right now it happens to be me. Again. Back around to you. And I never, for three years, from from the moment I returned after my heart attack, when I was 42, to the radio, until I was fired back in July of last year, I did not have a single sick day. Wow. That's impressive. In three years, never a single sick day. But now, because I've worked from home, 
and I'm around you and all these kids all the time. It just okay, pay- I'm not Jeremy. Let me, we're going to move on. One thing, though. Mm-hmm. When do we get all the snow here in Atlanta? Saturday. We knew Charlotte, our youngest, who was 13, was already sick. She's running a fever. She's not coronavirus level yet. Okay, she's not she coronavirus. Was a fever. Isn't that though what you in that the like the one thing they look at? They're taking everybody's temperatures. They gave actually they gave the people on the um on the cruise ship thermometers. Japanese to, to thermometers. take their own. Yes. Yeah. Would you would you be honest about that with the I would for you. I would write you out. I'd be like, he's a, he's got a hundred. <laughs> Ship him out. <laughs> Send him out, I'm telling you. So Charlotte, rather than respite in her own bedroom with the flu Saturday all day. Donna sets her up in our bed. Like a little fort. And and so she's drinking milkshakes and got a sleeve of Lorna Dune cookies and there's crumbs in the bed and Hall's wrappers. And I say to you three, if not four times on Saturday, Donna, sweetie, do you not think it's maybe a bad idea to have a child with the flu respiting in our bedroom? I didn't want to walk upstairs. I didn't want to walk upstairs. And carrying on. And Charlotte thought it was so funny. And then here, here I am. You've caught it. Well, sorry about that. Hand me a halls. As we talk about economics, let's talk about supply and demand. Your house is the supply, potential buyers in the market, your demand. Now, the old way of an agent putting a sign in your yard and putting your listing into the MLS, um, yeah, you got to do a little more than that these days. And that's why you should partner with Tracy Cousineau, real estate expert advisors, get up to 18% more money while selling your home. Tracy comes highly recommended by Shark Tank and real estate mogul Barbara Corcoran, Gary LaVox, Araska Flats, myself. It's Cadillac Jack for real estate expert advisors, certified home selling and buying advisors. To get an absolutely free valuation of what your home would sell for in today's market, call Tracy. Tell her I said hi. Call 855-MY-EXPERT or go to tracycousineau.com. That's cousin with an E-A-U. Because you know she's going to sell your home, tracycousineau.com. She will do just that. I shared a moment with Channel 2 reporter Carol Sparge recently. And it caused Donna to squeal and not with delight. Donna is obsessed with restaurant inspection scores. You always have been. You have put the fear of God in our kids when it comes to restaurant inspection health scores. No, actually, I did. I was trying to. What they do now is they stand in front of them, like in some sort of manner so to where you can't I can't see them. see them. I'll give you a perfect example. Okay. Olivia and I went to the Waffle House. I'm not going to say which one. And she, I'm going to sit down and she's like, no, mom, sit over here because you get cold. You want to be away from the door. And so I. Is that where the frame was? Yes. With the certificate? And so I sat there, ate my entire meal, and she, at the end of it, after I pay, decides to say, Mom, I really had you sit up there because I didn't want you to see the health score. And I said, What was it? 67. For TV and radio to give so much real estate to this uh, whole inspection, restaurant inspection score. Stuff. It it has to be information that people want to know. And yeah, they do. I'm watching Channel Two Action News the other night, and Donna, you're in the kitchen. And Carol Sparge for Channel Two here in Atlanta handles all of the reports for Channel Two. She's the one that you know throws herself into the door and walks in unannounced and asks for the manager with a copy of the inspection. 
in her hand. And so they were teasing Carol Sparge during the newscast. Carol Sparge coming up next has a failing health inspection score for a restaurant that she'll tell you about next on Channel 2 Action News. And I sat there and I thought, would it not be crazy if Carol Sparge had a failing report about O'Charlie's in Buford, which if you have listened to past episodes, you know, or coming rather, you know that we had a, a family dinner there recently and it was on Free Pie Wednesday. They come back after commercials and Justin Farmer says, Carol Sparge is live and coming. Oh, God. Hang on. And they throw up a split screen and by gosh, Carol Sparge is at the O'Charlie's and coming off of Georgia 20. And I said, Duh. I, I listen, I don't run. I have not run since fourth grade field day. And I got up off the couch and I ran into the kitchen. And you I were said, giddy. I said, Donna, you have got to turn it on channel two right now. And you did. And I said, listen, the O'Charlie's where we ate last with the entire family of five, all the kids and, and Donna myself, it, they got a, a 60 something. It was like a 62. Things I, happen. I, no, okay. Things no, happen. they don't. We, People no. have bad days. No, they don't. No, they don't. When was the last time you had a bad day? Do you not have bad days? I have bad days every day. Do you think that if we, if I knew how to, slide the ice out of our refrigerator in the kitchen, do you not suspect there's a good chance that there's some mold and mildew there? No, there is there, not. I, I, listen, I'm saying that there is. Okay. Would you want me cooking your dinner and simultaneously like uh, petting a dog? Okay, with the, 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 the accusations, I've never heard of someone petting a dog while they're scrambling eggs. But. Disgusting. Here's my thing. You, I will many, not have stay. Have you ever heard of someone that has died? Yes. From eating at a restaurant? Oh, yes. There are plenty of people who've died from like salmonella and this kind of thing, dysentery. Here's the thing. I If it is 90, it has to be a 90 or above or I walk out. And she will. And it's frustrating because you spent 20 minutes on parking. And then you've got three kids and they're all on different. Head, you know, they're on three different head spaces, and you're there finally, and you walk in, and the, the the hostess has the menus already in her hands, and Donna glances over her left shoulder and sees anything lower than a ninety, and it's all right, we're back to the car, and it's like what? I'd already looked ahead on my phone at the menu of the restaurant we were going to and figuring out what I wanted to eat. Well, and the kids are like, anything over, I was already excited. Anything over a C is a passing grade. It's not yes, because but it is. I've worked in food service, Donna. Frightening. Okay, but it's not. Do you understand that those points, if you go in and you, because you can pull up the actual report and you can see like food kept at improper temperatures, flies on food, rusted utensils. I mean, oh, no, 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 no. Why, if you can control your health and where you eat, why would you not take advantage of that? That's why they do the health scores. They don't put them in a frame. And I, listen, I tell you what, I've been in a couple of places where I am convinced they have changed a six to an eight. Like I'll even get up they can't, on uh, it. They can't do that. They can with a Sharpie. I'll get up on it and look to see if there have been additional. Like if the fade's not right. Seriously, if there have been additional marks made. I've called someone out when Olivia was there. I said, did you change that health score? He was like, no, ma'am, I did not. 46 has something every week. I know Bert does it. Mm-hmm. On the Burt Show every week. Channel 2 has a full-time food inspection yeah. reporter in Carol Sparge. Yeah, because it's not just me. People care. Your whole thing, this whole line uh, that goes along with this, of uh, people have bad days. Everybody, Just nothing, we talked about this the other day, nothing riles you up. 
Like, what would rile you up? Nothing riles me up. Well, like in the world, like what what gets you going? Um, I tell you right now, is this group text that you're a part of okay. with these other moms? You need to stop. That is out of control. You spend more time. You need to stop group texting with these three other moms. What do you call yourselves? A Forsyth Four? I'm not in Forsyth, so I couldn't be a Forsyth Four. You well, need to but stop. they have they have voted you in. You're like an honorary member. Stop. Huh? <laughs> you just stop. <laughs> I'll spray lice on you. I mean, I tell the kids all the time, do not be a part of group texting because nothing good comes from group texting. Texting Because like before you know it, you forget someone's in the group and you've called, you've said something about them or whatever. So right. I, as a pattern, I do not do group texting. Donna, you do group texting with these mothers. I said normally. I'm, I'm, I've made an exception. All day. I've and then you exception. read them to me like I have any interest at all in a foursome of mothers. Oh, we're more than that. We're a force of nature. That's what I get riled up about. It's like Aaron Brockovich. We're we're breaking some stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Hans early for a black box investigation. But we are breaking some things going on right now that I cannot go into detail about. On this group text, yes. Call Mike Pachinik. Have you ever? I'm like, you remember Aaron Brockovich? The story that with was Julie, Julie Roberts. Roberts. Yes, about the water. I don't remember. Okay, well, all it takes is one group text. Yes, of mothers if, who should really really be volunteering. Or working. Okay, we do. This is a side project. You don't know that someone next to you in traffic right now <laughs> didn't just eat at O'Charlie's and is racing home. Watch out for that person. <laughs> They've got to get home. Okay? A second opinion after your car accident can get you first-rate compensation. Partner with the best attorneys in Atlanta if you have been injured in a car accident. Car accident, it's a 911 call. Call 1-800-HURT-911 to get the best representation. 1-800-HURT-911. That's the number. 1-800-HURT-911. The injuries you don't see are often the most devastating, which can keep you from work, from uh, uh, you know, lost wages and medical bills piling up and affect your quality of life, too. 1-800-HURT-911. Nine one one, big week this week in Atlanta. Alan Jackson is coming home. He just started the tour this week, and I think that when by State Farm Arena reaching out to us about partnering on the pod for the Alan Jackson concert, I think that that speaks to the power of a podcast. Yeah, and it means a lot to us both that that happened. And we have had so much fun with the ticket giveaways and limited tickets are available for the show. It is uh, at State Farm Marine on Valentine's night. Yeah, we want to do ticket giveaways for everything that we have. A lot of different ways to give everybody. You know, it used to be in radio, it was you have to be this caller or you have to, you know, I don't know, jump through a bunch of hoops or sometimes it was a national contest. Well, most of them are, if not all of them. I'm not going to spray it. I'm just holding it. But like, yeah, you have to, you have to jump through a lot of hoops. Let me say this about the texting on the weekends. That's how everybody does it. Now, text this number to win. Listen, there's one pair of tickets. I hate to be the bearer of bad news here. Mm. But every time you hear that text word, no one's winning a pair of tickets. It's, they take all of the text from the entire weekend and there's one pair. Yeah. Is that out loud? But I did on the Cadillac Jack page and I had to convert because I was capped at 5,000. And wanted to communicate with everybody. So if you haven't already, make the transition from 
Cadillac Jack to the Cadillac Jack page. And that's where I posted a, is so who's going to call it GIF or GIF? Which is it? Hans? It's GIF. GIF. Is it GIF? It's a GIF. Okay. I did a GIF contest okay. on the Cadillac Jack page. Jamie Craig from Douglasville and her husband, Jeremy, are headed to the show. Uh, Jamie graduated from Campbell High School. No way. Which is your, yeah, uh, your alma mater in Smyrna. Now, she graduated uh, much, 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 much later than you did. All right. That's okay. She graduated in 2007. What was it? Do you remember the gift? Did y'all have the same books, you think, back in the 30s when you were there? That's funny. Yeah. We, we wrote on parchment paper. Very funny. Also, Beth Power and her husband, Kevin Power, been married for 15 years, live in Ackworth. Uh, she went to Columbus High School. I saw some really funny gifts on your page. That correction is Jif. Oh, is it? Here we it go. See, he was very Hans was very like I, I was, deliberate. He thought it was GIF, and now he's coming back. I was very confident, but he it's was very GIF. confident. It's Jif. That's on me. Beth Power posted a Medea. Oh, oh that's GIF. good. You knew she's going to win with you. It was random, Donna. Mm-hmm. Random. Every year here in North Fulton County, uh, there's an event that I have been a part of for almost since the beginning. It's uh, the Jog for a Cause Milton Mayor's Run, and it's coming up Saturday, February 29th. Uh, it's a 5K. It's a Peachtree Qualifier. So that's big news if you're that's big. if you're into running. Uh, we'll be there on site, and you can sign up at jogforacause5k.com. It's at Freedom Park, which is the corner of Webbridge and Deerfield. You know, so North Point Pediatrics, who's our pediatrician, has been forever. They're a big – they started the Jog for a Cause and then merged with the Milton – Mayor's run. Right. So you get a couple of bonuses here. You get to see Mayor Lockwood run. A lot of different people run. I think like a councilman and so forth run. But I got to tell you a funny story, and you know this about um, North Point Pediatrics. But when we had Olivia, who's 16 now, she came a month early. That's a whole story for another day because I would poll people. I'm like, because I was working full time at, you know, at the time, and I was like, have you, has your water ever broken? And people were like, oh, no, 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 no. That just happens in the movies. Well, sure enough, my water broke. And so she came a month early. She was a preemie. Um, and so at the time, I did not have a bag packed. Our nursery was not finished. And I knew I was going to, because we, we had moved up here to, to North Alpharetta from Roswell. So I knew I was going to use North Point Pediatrics, but I had not met the doctor yet, Dr. Cabrera, who's become a good family friend, a good friend. Um, but I, at the time, I had not done the tour or met him. So I'm in my hospital room. And I, I had a C-section, and so it was like the next day or whatever. And I wake up, and there's this incredibly handsome man sitting in like a pair of dolphin shorts, like over well, in the chair. he'd been at the jog he'd for been, cause. Yes, he'd been at the jog for cause. And he's like <laughs> filling out stuff on his clipboard, and I'm thinking, who is this, you know? And he's like, oh, hey, I just wanted to let you know, you know, I'm Dr. Greg Cabrera, and I'm going to be your pediatrician. And I'm like, score. You know, I thought I was going to get some old, like one of those country doctors, like, you know, out in the woods. <laughs> It has a whole stethoscope, dandruff in their eyebrows. And a thermometer that they don't even put in your mouth. Anyway, so it was just, I was like, yes. But anyway, he, him and Lisa have become good friends of ours. And I tell him that story all the time and he laughs, sort of. And it's all about curing childhood cancer. Absolutely. It's a great run and it's a lot of fun. Like you'll see everybody from the community there. And um, even if you don't live out here, you should come and run because it is a good one. And it is a qualifier for the peach tree. And you can see. Greg Cabrera in his dolphin shorts and Mayor Joe Lockwood run. As I don't well. know if he wears dolphin shorts. Do you think? Mayor Lockwood? I bet he runs in khakis. I don't think he does. Yeah. <laughs> don't you? I could see him running in khakis. 
Rhonda Cheek went to Lithonia High School. She lives in Snellville. Been uh, going back and forth with her on social media. Uh, she's a pod peep for this episode. Would love to connect with you. Uh, Facebook, Cadillac Jack Page. Instagram, Twitter, at ATL Cadillac. Uh, Larry Mack lives in Houston. And we were going back and forth having a conversation on Facebook about Pat Green. Remember, uh, yeah, I was talking about, about country Green. artists or yeah. guests on the morning show through the years and how many of the A listers, the A plus level artists, sometimes are not the best and most entertaining guests to have on your morning show. And I called out Pat Green for being one of those that always was a great guest. He's a big Texan artist. Bobby Creek Davis went to Paulden County High School, works for the Cobb DA, been going back and forth with uh, with Bobby a good bit this week, at EKR0478 on Instagram, all right? Saw this post this week. Y'all, Valentine's Day pictures. Better have the same dude you were in matching PJs with on Christmas, or I'm judging. What does that mean? That if you've already moved on oh. from the, the dude that you were with, Christmas you, where you're ma- matching, yeah, matching PJs, PJs and you're with another dude on Valentine's Day two months later. Okay. Well, it's that season. What do you call it? It's cuffing season. Do you it know is. That? Yes. Where people, what is that? Like where people get together and snuggle. And you're just there for the. A season. Soup and snuggles. Ew. The chili. Christ. You've got. <laughs> so you, my, listen, my pod person is at Delta as in Delta Airlines. I know everybody saw the story about the little girl, Kenley. And um, her father's in the military, and he had made her a doll, um, and it was like a doll of him, like a, a kind of you know, like a little life-size doll of him, and it had a voice box. And when you when she pushed it, it would you know he it was her, it was him talking to her, and she was on a flight and lost it, um, and there was a all you know all points bulletin search out for this doll, and it's the sweetest story. If you haven't look it up on. Um, you know, any of your social channels, because the little girl is just adorable. And um, they found Delta found the doll, a maintenance worker, actually, I think it was a cleaning crew person right. found the doll, and they sent it back flew it home first class. Do you think um, they really did that? I do. Delta's great. I mean, they're just such a great, great, great Atlanta based company. But why not just put dad in a FedEx box? Because that's the difference. That's the difference in customer service, you know, is he, he, this was like her dad coming back to her. You're not going to put him in a box. You're going to put him, he, he's part doll. of, he's part of the military. You're going to put him on in first class. You know, I think it's a great story. Well, they story. took pictures of, after they'd found the doll, dad doll, they, they took pictures of him in a first class seat. I yeah, just don't know that they awesome. left him in their buckle then to fly back to Hartford. Or, I think they did. Uh, no, that seat's, that's a $3,000 seat for Delta. You're very cynical. Huh? Cynical. I'm not being cynical. I'm being very honest. Well, it's honest. You're honestly cynical. So <laughs> here's the thing. The, the doll came back first class. But what I want to talk about is I think there were some people who were like, I mean, it is such a sweet story. But you hear about those stories all the time about kids losing things or, or you know, people losing different things. And if you have kids, young kids, or if you've had young kids like we do now, you know, ours are older, there was always that stuffed animal or blanket or item most kids have that you, I mean, you will tear the place down to find. And Will had puppy. Mm-hmm. Oh, puppy. And puppy came back and forth between two houses. So it was like half the time it was like, whose car is puppy in? You know, because we had to get him from one house to another going back and forth from our house to his mom's. And Olivia has this life-size elf. She calls him elf. And he, it was like an elf you could touch, not like an elf on the shelf, you know, because you can't touch the elf on the shelf. That's a whole podcast about the elf on the shelf. But at any rate, this was a life-size 
elf doll mm-hmm. that you could touch. Like a stuffed doll. A yes. stuffed animal. But he didn't have a season. No, he was with us all year. Yeah. He just came around every time. It didn't matter if it was Christmas, Easter, whatever. And Charlotte had a little pink blanket that had a bunny um bunny ears on the top of it and she named him i think she was trying to say bunny but she named him gungi and it was like g-u-n-g-y gungi and gungi went everywhere and so gungi went with us to new york and did not come home from the lowe's hotel and we got home and i mean it was mass hysteria and if you've ever had i think she was two at the time and it was just like separation anxiety next level and you'll do anything to get the gungi back. And someone had given her this gungi. So it wasn't like something you could just, you know. Replicate. Replicate, go to Target and buy. So I would call the Lowe's Hotel every day. Housekeeping. Have you found it? Because I was convinced it had gotten caught in like sheets or blankets or something. And they were like, no, we haven't found it yet. We haven't found it yet. And as the sometimes cynical person in the family, I told, I said to you, let's let's stop. Let's call it a day. They're, they're never going to find gungi. Because at this point, we had been gone, or we were back home for, you know, three, four days. Right. So we ordered one. <laughs> we went, uh, there was this company, Bunnies by the Bay. It's so funny, I still get emails from them. And um, I found it. Like, I, I was searching, you know, like, what is this exact one? And so they sent it. And we were like, Gungi's back. You know, they found Gungi, and they sent it. And I mean, and she was like. Meanwhile, was, we're lying. Well, and it was like an episode of CSI. She is like two years old, and she's turning this thing up and down. She's smelling it. You know, she's like, it doesn't have that one stain. And you're like, well, they probably washed him, you know, before they sent Gungi back. And then, lo and behold, Gungi arrives in the mail. They found him. They found him. At or the her. hotel. Her. I think it was a her. So then we said, Gungi has a sister. And they were they were the Gungi sisters. So then we didn't have to keep up with one Gungi. We had to keep up with two Gungis. And they were like these those bitter old ants that hang out together. Like Helen and Arlene. Yes. Yeah. Your grandmother thought they were just friends. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you were. But so they lived long. together for fifty years and, and helped each other out. And helped garden. each other out. Helped each other out. So the Gungi sisters were like, and we still have them to this day. Both of them. But if my point... To- I had a Helen and Arlene in my life. Okay. <laughs> I did. And my grandmother went to heaven thinking that they were just best friends. Well, what were they? They were like... Were they relatives? Lovers. Okay. Well, good well, for them. Well, they were. Good for them. No, I listen. I, they moved on themselves, but... Back to Gungi. They were into gunning, gardening, and golf. And God, maybe. The four Gs. They did go to Pleasant Hill where All my, right. my grandparents went. Well, back to the other G, Gungi. Um, the point of this is is that if you have ever been in a situation, you would go to any length yeah. to get this back for your it's child. Kind of like a goldfish, too, if you've oh. done that thing. Or a turtle. You know, you throw the turtle away because it died, and then you've got to find another one. And it just keeps repeating. Yeah. We had Charlie the goldfish for like 11 years, but it was really a we series did? of... We had a goldfish? Yes. You remember Charlie? I do not remember Charlie. Do you ever go upstairs? I don't. Okay. I've not been upstairs in about eight weeks. All right. Well, you probably should. What happens up there? Well, you have to feed cats, as we talked about before. That's Give them why water. change litter boxes, which is change right there. That's the reason I have not been upstairs in eight weeks. Change some light bulbs. Maintenance handles that. Yes. We have a joke in the house that the maintenance guy takes care of the maintenance. And it's not me. It's another guy. We call him the maintenance guy. And yeah, He seems like he's always on vacation. Donna has to issue a ticket like you would at work if you needed something done at your desk or in the shop or in the warehouse or something. 
you have to issue a ticket to maintenance, and maintenance gets it done when he can. Which he is, may be around for days, but he's not never, on. You know, he's up at Haraz a lot. He's never around. One of the biggest family events that comes every year to Atlanta is coming back, and it's an event that we truly enjoy going to because you get to see the the eyes, uh, your kids' eyes, just pop open when they see all of these uh, new cars and trucks and SUVs in one location. And it's the 38th annual Atlanta International Auto Show, Atlanta Spring Thing. And it's at the Georgia World Congress Center for five days. And you don't want to miss this. We always, Donna, go to the auto show. Yep. Because it's truly is a great, it's one of the biggest events, conventions, um, showcases, call it what you will, a show that comes to Atlanta and the Georgia World Congress Center every year. Well, and it's also a great way, I always say this to people, the auto show is a great way to, no pressure, sit in, look at every car. You know, even if you're not going to buy a car in the next couple of weeks and you're thinking, oh, you know, sometime this year we've got to get another another car. It's a great way to go and you can sit in every car, try everything out, look at them. And, you know, it's not the same as walking on a car lot and someone sees you immediately. It's just completely no pressure. And it's so much fun for the kids. They always have, like, I know this year they're going to have um, Cousin Eddie's RV from um, vacation. vacation, family vacation, you know, vacation. And I'm and, sure some brace players and oh yeah, all the local TV Celebrities are always there um, it's a as lot of well. Fun. I mean, oh, but you got to park when you go down there. This year, they're offered discounted parking for the first time ever. So go yeah, or to take Marta. It's great, easy. Go Auto Show. Go AutoShow.com. Five big days, February twenty sixth through March first, to the World Congress Center, the thirtieth annual Atlanta International Auto Show. Go AutoShow.com. Jamie Bendel introed this episode. Jamie has been such a huge, huge supporter of so many different things in the Atlanta area. You know Jamie Bendel. He owns the Punchline. Mm-hmm. He's an attorney. You see him all the time on 11 Lives Atlanta, Atlanta and Company. Company. Yeah, Atlanta and Company. He's also, if you if you live around here, he you will find him or used to could find him literally seven days a week over at North Park because he was a board member for Girls Softball. Um, he is a hustler. There again, I love people who hustle and grind and get things done. He's got so many jobs. His wife, Kelly, is the... Um, girl soccer coach at Milton. He has three beautiful daughters that are incredibly talented in like sports, music, um, the arts and everything. And I would say this about Jamie, and I know he would not um, disagree with me, of all the jobs he has, the job that he is the most proud of is being a hashtag girl dad. Um, He loves his girls. He's so super involved. And um, He's just been an amazing person in a lot. I mean, he was, he's was he been in Olivia's life. He's coached her before over at softball. So proud girl dad, and um, we thank him for doing our intro. And um, you can catch him on Atlanta and Company pretty much every day. Something on your mind? You want to let us know how you're feeling? Did we uh, strike a nerve or did something ring a bell or made you think, oh, wow, I remember that happening when I had kids or that happened to me just the other day. If, if we connect like that, that's what uh, matters the most. We would love for you to leave a voicemail or a text message. 770-464-6024, 770-464-6024. That number's all over my social, the Cadillac Jack page on Facebook, on Insta and Twitter at ATL Cadillac, but leave us a message. Tell us what's on your mind or really simple. Leave a, just shoot us a text message as well. We do have a small ask of you, and it is three things. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up on my second act. 
rate and leave five star reviews for the pod. That helps us a lot with um, with with the Apple Podcast charts. And thanks to you, we have cracked the top ten on the Entertainment Apple Podcast chart, which awesome. I would have never in a million years thought that, that would have happened, mm-hmm. especially the first month. But I, I just don't know that I thought anything like that would would come off this little project that we decided to do in January and show our sponsors some love. And let's spend a little time on that, that without sponsors are in your life in every way, in ways that you don't even know. And people are becoming more accepting of sponsorships, especially in the podcast lane, because this costs you absolutely nothing. This is just like when I was on the radio for 26 years, it cost you absolutely nothing to tune in and listen. And that is one model that some podcasters use, the subscription model where you pay a monthly fee where we chose not to do that. If the content was free for 26 years, why would it not be free right now? Yeah. So what we're asking you to do is just, you know, if you're in the market for anything that our sponsors have to offer, please think of them first. Um, You know, if you um, need anyone's services, they are obviously companies that we have relationships with that we have vetted out. We would not suggest you use anyone's services that we would not use ourselves. And so we just ask you to continue to um, show them some love in, you know, using their goods and services. 1-800-HURT-911. Car accident. It's a 911 call. Call 1-800-HURT-911 to get the best representation. Thank you to um, Dr. Brian Beal. Yes, and Dr. Mark. Atlanta International Auto Show, February 26th through March 1st at the Georgia World Congress Center. And then we've got Tracy Cousineau and Real Estate Expert Advisors. Call Tracy today at 855-MY-EXPERT. And cute little Colleen over at Core 57, Milton and Alpharetta City Center. She has two locations. Core 57, be strong, be better, be you. Just get off your tail and call Colleen. Yeah, let me tell you. If you go work out with Colleen and you see her little teeny tiny hiney, you'll want to get off your couch and go work out because she... um, She'll help you get there. She's not just going to, you know, throw you to the wolf. She's going to walk with you every step of the way. And um, there's no shame, no embarrassment. If you haven't worked out in forever, she'll help you get to where you need to go. Looking at the clock. uh, My apologies again to Ben Burnett. We have run out of time. You can check out his podcast, The Ben Burnett Show. And we'll try to rebook Ben Burnett here soon on Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. 